G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. With thanks to iSuzu, the iSuzu D-Max is born to live. Your rugby league coverage on SEN starts now. Welcome to NRL Crunch Time. It is. It's NRL Crunch Time. It's a special edition of NRL Crunch Time. We're coming to you live from the eighth wonder of the world. That is also known as Leichhardt Oval. G'day, everyone. My name is Jimmy Smith. I'm here with... Oh, well. <laughs> You're fair. I'm it's, it's, here. It, it, it seems straightforward. It never is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, with Jaleesa Apps and James Magnuson. First of all, uh, congratulations on your professionalism, James, in getting here, no problems. And Jaleesa, great of you to go out and do the warm-up with the St. George of the I... Dragons in oh. preparation for these games. I'm so rattled. <laughs> I'm sweating. I... <laughs> Just to set the scene for everyone, I got here, I was doing a bit of work this morning and I did tell Brooksy I'll be there right on 11.30. Yes. So, you know, a little bit later than I'd like to be. And I tell you what, the good thing is there's so many people here you couldn't get a park. I parked illegally. Did you? Oh, yeah, the Camry's oh, yeah. going to get towed, but that's oh, okay. No. <laughs> we're sponsored by Isuzu. We're here for four hours. You're just running a gauntlet <laughs> no, for four but hours. No, I figure Isuzu will give me a U, right? Good thinking. When it, when it gets towed. Anyway, I'm so rattled. I ran. When I say ran, I like... Yeah, what was it? How would you best describe that running style? Uh, it was a light jog. It wasn't even a jog. Right. It was, it was a shuffle. It was uphill, too. <laughs> and I'm so sweaty. <laughs> Well, it's great to have you here. We are at Leichhardt Oval, as I mentioned, NRLW semi-finals. Now, this is groundbreaking. NRLW previously, the three years of it have just been three rounds and then straight to a grand final. Yes. So this is history making today. It's crunch time brought to you by Isuzu. The Isuzu D-Max is born to live. Uh, we're going out via 1170 SEN in Sydney, 1620 AM SEN up there on the Goldie and, of course, SENQ in Queensland on the DAB+. Listen to us on the SEN app as well. If you want to be a part of the program today, you can do that. Join the conversation throughout the show, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 01 1170 Get us on the text line, 0457 736 736. Get us on the tweets as well at 1170 SEN. So as mentioned, Jaleesa Apps and James Magnuson. Welcome to you, James. Now, can you give us a background? How many times have you been at Leichhardt Oval to watch the footy? Yeah, I've been out to Leichhardt a few times, Jimmy. It's basically my backyard. I'm based in Dremoyne. I've got a few mates that play Ron Massey Cup, so I've been to a few grand finals here over yes. the years for Ron Massey. It's actually a really good standard, the, the Ron Massey Cup. Um, and an, another mate that played for the Newtown Jets, so he'd often play here uh, okay. in the New South Wales Cup so, games. So, so that's why you're on time. You're a local. I'm a local, <laughs> Did yeah. Did you walk here? <laughs> well, I actually drove, but as I was driving and saw the traffic to get in this car park, it would have been quicker for me to walk, yeah. definitely. I should have parked at your house. <laughs> yeah, next time. <laughs> so there's well over a 1,000 people here at the moment as the Gold Coast Titans team run out onto the field. So the two semifinals today, Dragons v the Titans, that's... Second v third, and then after that, we'll bring you all the action as Kezi Apps leads out the St. George Illawarra Dragons. That'll be the Broncos up against the Roosters. So, of course, they've played in a couple of NRLW grand finals already. Great rivalry uh, building there. But, uh, look, um, we're not really sure what's going on today. There's a little bit of a hybrid. So we'll be calling some action at the NRLW. We'll be taking your calls if you wanted to call us. We'll be looking at your 
text messages. We'll be talking about the, the issues of the day. It. Exactly. So uh, we're very much an open book it's this afternoon. It's a good afternoon. day. It's, it's a glorious a day. It's a cracking day for footy. And it's good to see so many people here. This is pretty much the best place they could have put these finals in terms of getting double header people here. Unless you had to work on a Sunday morning and then perhaps you were a little, <laughs> little press for parking. I That's mean, they it. could fill the double-storey car park. <laughs> uh, the ground is amazing because it's cut very short. It looks fast and yeah. it's a very sunny day, which is so new. We couldn't believe what this big yellow thing in the sky was today when, when we saw it. Uh, amazing. There's the kickoff. So the Titans running right to left on your radio dial and we'll keep you updated with that throughout the course of the afternoon as well. Before we get into and keep you up to date with that, we better have a look at what's happening in the NRL over the course of this weekend as well. We go back to Thursday night. Oh my goodness, heartbreak. Yeah. Titans 8, Tigers 6. Heartbreak? Was it heartbreak for the game itself? Don't get yourself dragged down into that hole. Oh, this is the worst game of professional <laughs> no, sport ever was. that's been put on. <laughs> Don't get yourself no, dragged down was. into that. Do you know what happened is I fell asleep right at the start of this game. Yes. Which, that was the good Lord telling me something. <laughs> and then I woke up right at the end and I saw the score and I thought, geez, this looked like it was a really good game. Yes. So without looking at what actually happened, I went back and rewatched it. And I, 80 mistake. minutes of my life I'll never get back. There's your mistake. I reckon that was a scheduling issue because... Thursday night, you've been starved of rugby league for three, four days. Yes. It's the one you look forward to, yes. to kick the weekend off. How they decided to put the Tigers and the Titans, <laughs> the absolute <laughs> bottom dwellers, on a Thursday night. Uh, and then we've got St. George and Parramatta at 6pm on a Sunday. I would have done the switcheroo for those two and people could just switch off on Sunday night and not have to watch that 6-4 bore fest. It's uh, a little bit around the uh, short turnarounds, but uh, yes, we take your point on that one. 8-6 <laughs> in the end. Just the one try, and what a ridiculous try it was. It was the worst kick ever. Do you yeah. think he meant it? No. 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 Do, you don't reckon? No. <laughs> if he, come, it was if Toby, he, if he says, oh, yeah, I was aiming for the <laughs> Fair. Uh, and, and they had it covered. They had it covered. Yeah, Dane did. Laurie was standing, or standing there waiting to <laughs> take the ball, and then it wasn't, and then Jock Madden had it, and then he didn't, mm. and AJ Brimson scores the try. As soon as you saw it, you went, oh, no, that's yeah. a try. Well, I had a sizable bet on the Titans, and uh, I was spewing. Like, I was so angry because that was one of my locks for the week. Oh, an, I, an anchor. I, I pick, yeah, I pick a couple of locks across the week for, for my punting and go a little, little bit harder on those ones. And the Titans was kicking off my weekend oh. and I was ropeable. I was calling those <laughs> Titans players everything under the sun. What's and a big bet for you, James? Oh, well, hang on. Come on, sister, what are you doing? I don't know. I'll tell you in the ad break. You know, yeah, that's, isn't that an ad break conversation? Everyone's thinking it. <laughs> Everyone's going, he was on every second ad during the Olympics in 2012. Like, how much, how much, ca now, he's yeah. into, now he's into property development. Like, I'm how like, much cash is this like, I'm like, like, for a big bet for me, I'm like, do I put 20 on? Do I get one? Wow. Yeah. There you go. Higher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love a little bit of uh, family feud. Price is right. There we go. Wheel of yeah, fortune, whatever it, it is. Yeah. Um, Sharks 18 nil against the Knights on... On Friday night, the Panthers 26-12, the Rabbitohs. We'll come back and look at these in full. Um, Warriors 20-6 over the Broncos, 25-6 the Seagulls over your Raiders. And then the game last night, the Visitors 28 points to four, the Roosters over the Cowboys. But just going back to Friday night, 18-0, uh, 
uh, the Sharks over the Knights. There's a they couple of things that, that struck me out of this, and that was the incredible breeze that was there in the first yeah. half yep. and how well the Sharks still moved the ball mm -hmm. in that first half. The other thing that struck me, and you know, it's the big story today, that Caelan Ponger has had lunch with Wayne Bennett and a couple of other representatives mm -hmm. from the, uh, the Dolphins, and that is that how uh, the lack of influence that Caelan Ponger had on that game. Mm. Yeah, I, I was interested that he had a, a lunch with Wayne Bennett because I did an interview with him, I want to say a week out from the season, and uh -huh. he was very adamant that he was staying with Newcastle, that there was no way that he was going anywhere in the world. Yeah. And I believed it. Yeah. What did he know? No, well, I don't know whether it is, but those, these things change, right? Why, yeah, why is it, you know? Yeah, but it was like, I'm not even going to entertain it. I'm ready to stay. And is that right? Yeah. And I just really thought that, that he wouldn't even... But maybe it's, just, maybe it's just a little bit of show, you know, to see what you can get. Yeah, and, and that's a bit of it too, right? Mm. There's, there's, you know, you do these things to go through the machinations of it as much as yep. there's a, any serious interest. The, the, the only thing I've been concerned about from a Newcastle Knights point of view is that was Wayne can be very influential. Yeah. Yeah. Wayne, Wayne can be very convincing. Yeah. Um, it's a, so tough, one, it's yeah. a tough one for Ponga... I tend to think neither are the best option for him. If I'm Caelan Ponga and I'm thinking legacy, you're thinking grand final wins. And I can't see either the Redcliffe Dolphins or the Knights winning their comp in the next five years. I just don't think the Knights have the stock. I'm not a big believer um, in, in the Knights. And Redcliffe are going to be building for a number of years. You know, they still haven't got a star player. Even if that is Caelan Ponga, there's probably not going to be another star in that spine alongside him. So if, if I was him, I'd probably be looking elsewhere. But the hard thing at the moment, there's so many good fullbacks. Every yeah. top team has a fullback. Yeah. So yeah. he's in an interesting position. Does, is Caelan Ponga at a point in his career where he's thinking legacy? Like, you know, I understand what you're saying, mm. and, but there's, there's very few players that, uh, you know, get the opportunity to think that way. In my mind, Caelan's not quite there. Like, you know, Tom Trebojevic should be thinking about premierships. James yeah. Tedesco doesn't have to because he's already won them. Yeah. Um, you know, these, these are the guys. I don't see Caelan at that level yet. Not to say he can't get there, but he's not there yet. I think the only thing we haven't seen from Caelan is consistency because mm. there's times where we have seen him at that level, but we probably... Seen it long enough, and some of it's to do with injury, but at other times too. And you know what? One of the, the the interesting things around that is that when he came on as a replacement player in that first Origin series that he played in, and oh, played yeah. unbelievably well, it out it, of position, out of position, yeah. it, it set a standard or an expectation for him yes. that maybe he hasn't quite lived up to. You you could argue that the Knights are headed in the right direction. W would you pay a million dollars for Callum Ponga based off the past twenty four months form? No, I wouldn't. That's a that's a really um, great question. And it, it's, it depends. And it's, well, it depends what team. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. yeah. If I'm the Dolphins, I'm definitely paying a million bucks because we need we need that bums on seat player, the the one that gets people coming to the games. Yes. Uh, I don't think the Knights can afford to pay him a million bucks and throw their salary cap out of whack when they're going to have Saifidi brothers coming up, uh, Frizzell's coming up for for contract renegotiations right now. So. I don't know if the Knights can afford to pay him a million bucks. Personally, I think the Knights are going to offer him more than a million dollars. Wow. Yeah. And, 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 and all those things that you spoke about just then are fair yeah. because their salary cap will be, for want of a better term, bent out of shape. But you look at it at Manly. You know, they've got three players wrapped up in about 
you're not much change out of $3.25 million. Mm. When you yeah. start talking yep. Daly mm. Cherry Evans, Tom Trebojevic and Jake Trebojevic. Mm. Well, Daly's on one of those uh, deals too that goes up with the cap. Yes. Mm. So he might even be on more than the yeah. 1.25. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say it would be. I, I just see Manly though as they're an awesome team because they have got those three. Throw, throw in probably Kieran Foran and you've got the, the makings of a great team. But I still don't see them as being a premiership threat because they're missing that consistency across the park. And I think the reason for that is they've got three players on, on as you said, over $3 million. So you've probably got a, a couple of uh, minimum wages. A lot. In yeah. your top 17. Yeah. Which true. is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, and, and that's the further point to it, right? And that is that Manly have done that, but they haven't had success yeah. as we define success. The only yeah. team that has done that that we define as successful is the... Melbourne Storm. Yeah. And they they're, did, they're with their about, big three. They're about to do it again because yeah. they've just re-signed Grant, they've re-signed Pappenhausen, and they've re-signed uh, Jerome Hughes, who would all, all three would be... And they want be, Munster. They, Bellamy said on Friday... Can't be said, done. No said, way. He said, we just need to hog tie him down. <laughs> Cannot be it. done. That's, that were his words. He said, oh, we got to hog tie him down and we got to get that signature. I've been... Uh, I've been watching Braith and Asta closely on NRL 360, so he's <laughs> he's got how uh, closely, James? Yeah. This is interesting. He's he's got um he's got Please, he's got Cameron Munster on his books now, yes. and every time Paul Kent brings up the the Munster situation, I've just watched an Asta to see. Uh, uh, everything everything points to he's not staying at the Storm. Oh, give us an insight. So you're his body language expert. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> no, G- just give he, us an EG. Just he, he talk, spoke the other day about the Storm playing hardball and, and how uh, Matt Tripp is a is a really um, sort of shrewd operator. And yeah. just the way he said it, I was like, oh, there's been some tough conversations had. And he when they spoke about the, the three of them coming off contract, he said, look. Uh, I know Grant and Jerome Hughes have had offers, but there hasn't been anything for, for Munster yet. And as it's sort of played out, they've locked up those two first. Personally, if, if I was Melbourne, in order of priority, I'd yes. be going Harry Grant, then Munster, then Jerome Hughes. But a, a, lot, of, a lot of experts out there are saying Munster would be y- your first choice to lock up, just given his track record. He's done it at every level. He's won comps. He's, he's carried that Melbourne team on his back before. So interesting that, that that's the order they've gone for, and I think that means they don't have the coin to keep Munster. What per, is, per, sorry, sorry, just, no, to, just to make comment on that personally, I, I'd go with Harry Grant number one because I think he's actually going to end up a better player, more influential yeah. in games yeah, I agree. than Cameron Munster. Um, and I could even entertain Jerome Hughes because of it's a whole-of-player thing. Right, it's not just the eighty minutes that we see. It's the yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and all the things that that player brings to the club as well. Um, so you have less to take risk, that in. It. Less risk. Less risk. Yeah, That's yeah, a yeah. nice way. To, <laughs> what nice does that mean for it. the Dolphins, though? If they don't, if they miss out on Kalen Ponga, they're suddenly getting very low on who they can sign as that big name player. Well, they probably have to then go harder for Munster. Don't yeah. they? If if they miss out on Ponga, then and and that's the thing. They're they're probably thinking to themselves, we can't or we won't get Munster and Ponga. Yes. Although the other interesting part of it is, you know, if you're Munster or Ponga, you might say, well, if you get him, I'll come. Yeah, yeah. If, so, you, if Munster and, and Ponga could put their heads together and say, let's take eights for the first year and back end that deal so that we're on 1.1, 1.2 by year three yep. and build something here. Because with those two, suddenly then you're looking at a top eight team with those two in your spine. And the interesting thing is you'd want some assurances from Wayne 
that he may not be able to give about how long he stays there at the at the club as coach. You know, mm. he's he's getting uh, on in years, and so mm. you, you you just don't know how long he'll be able to stay there. But all these things come into play when you start talking about do negotiations. You, do you think the fact that Harry Grant and Jerome Hughes re-signed means that Bellamy's staying? Because I think it's a huge hint. Uh, yeah, well, he's going to be in the car. Oh, there's Steph Hancock charging over. I think she's got there. Casey Badger looks to her sideline officials, points to the spot and says, yeah, we got ourselves a try. So the veteran, Steph Hancock, has gone across for the first points here. We're at NRLW semi-finals, history making, and it's the Dragons down. 4-0 to the Gold Coast Titans. Remember, the Titans came into this game having the three wins and the two losses, but they did have the big scalp with the Brisbane Broncos, and now uh, it's the Dragons who were 4-1 and one coming into this semi-final series to find themselves behind at this point. End-to-end um, -end stuff too, though. We've had the Dragons on the attack during the course of this as well. If you want to be a part of the program, you can. one 300 1170 Get us on the text line as well. 0457 736 736. We've got a few coming through already. We'll get to them after the break. We are at Leichhardt Oval, the eighth wonder of the world. We'll be back with more. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.